Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm Jonathan All. More than a third of Illinois students don't have basic reading skills by the fourth grade. So why are students struggling? Some experts say a popular teaching strategy isn't working. You can't have classrooms where students doing a lot of independent reading in time but haven't really learned how to read. We'll have more on the state's new literacy program coming up on The Gateway. Missouri Senate Democrats spent hours Monday and Tuesday stopping the advancement of a resolution that would make it harder to amend the state's constitution. As St. Louis Public Radio Sarah Kellogg reports, the resolution increases how many votes would be required to pass an amendment. Currently, proposed constitutional amendments through the initiative petition process pass after winning a simple majority from voters. Under the proposed change, a constitutional amendment must also win approval from a majority of Missouri's eight congressional districts. Senate Democrats pushed back against the resolution, including Senator Tracy McCreary, who objected to the idea that it was easy to amend the Constitution. If you're lucky enough to meet that threshold with hundreds of thousands of signatures, Then the real work begins, in my opinion, which is you've got to talk to the voters to get them to support the issue that is coming before the ballot. If the resolution were to pass both chambers this session, it would still need the approval of voters. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis County Police Department is working to create its own child care and early childhood education center. It's part of a public-private partnership between the department, the National Law Enforcement Foundation, and the St. Louis Police Foundation. The goal is to retain and recruit more officers. Sergeant Tracy Panis is a spokesperson for the St. Louis County Police Department. She says this initiative will benefit their employees, whether they are already parents or planning to start a family. It's a great opportunity for those families to have someplace safe and secure to leave their kids while they go out and protect our community. The customizable child care center would accommodate the unconventional law enforcement schedule. Longtime Illinois Congressman Mike Bost is facing a tough primary test next month. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer has more from Bost's appearance on Politically Speaking. Boss, the five-term Republican representative, faces former GOP gubernatorial nominee Darren Bailey. Bailey has often critiqued his opponent as a D.C. insider. Bost disagrees. He says, I'm a professional politician. Well, he's a professional candidate. Boss says the key difference between the two conservative Republicans is pragmatism. Boss calls himself a governing conservative versus Bailey being an obstructionist. That means I am a conservative and my voting record shows that I'm a conservative. But I'm not willing to all of a sudden just keep saying no. The 12th Congressional District includes parts of the Metro East and the rest of Southern Illinois. Early voting in Illinois has begun. Election Day is March 19th. You can find the full episode at stlpr.org as well as one with Bailey. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Winter weather can often lead to an increase in potholes, especially on older roads. Recent heavy snow, rains, and freezing temperatures have caused an increase in potholes throughout Illinois, according to the state's Department of Transportation. Paul Wappel is a spokesperson for IDOT. He says drivers should be aware for workers who are attempting to fill potholes. When you see an orange IDOT truck, please slow down. 
give them space to, you know, to do their jobs, and uh, we'll get past as many potholes as we can and uh, make sure the roads are okay. Waffle says motorists should report potholes on state-operated roads to the nearest IDOT district office by phone. Otherwise, they should be reported to local municipalities. St. Louis Symphony Orchestra will continue to perform in other venues next season while Powell Hall undergoes an expansion. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports the season beginning in August will include three world premieres. St. Louis Symphony will add the 560 Center at Washington University to its list of temporary venues next season. It will also continue to perform many concerts at the Stiefel Theater downtown. Music director Stefan Deneuve will conduct John Williams' music for the film E.T., which he says ties in with a big season theme. There is this famous line, E.T. von home. And the question of home, what is home? What is the meaning of home? And the whole season will explore that with a lot of epic journeys and return to home. St. Louis Symphony will perform three world premieres next season. It plans to reopen Powell Hall for the 2025-26 season. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Students who don't read well by the third grade are more likely to drop out or take longer to graduate, according to the Annie E. Casey Foundation. And there are a lot of kids who are struggling in Illinois. It's why parents and teachers push the state to create a new literacy plan that says schools should spend more time teaching letter sounds or phonics over other reading methods. Emily Hayes has more. Ride. Ride. And book to the beginning. Ride. You can tell by her enthusiasm that teacher Kelly Alikan used to be a cheerleader. Today, she's teaching second graders, including Calvin Cohen at Mead Park Elementary in Danville, how to sound out words. <laughs> the super Why? swatter. Swatter, yep. Starts. Why? Started, Started swatting. And usually each week we just have a new sound of the week to work on. So we practice it, and then Fridays we test on it. This is called phonics, and she's doing what research says is the best way to teach young children how to read. Reading is a is a newer advent in human history. That's Erica Tiemann. She's the director of standards and instruction for the Illinois State Board of Education. She says most kids need explicit instruction, including what sounds letters make or phonics. And so our brain is not naturally hardwired to know how to read. In 2001, Congress commissioned a study that found systematically teaching kids to sound out words works better than using the whole language strategy. That's where students focus more on guessing words based on story context. But whole language theory has been very influential, and Tanea York says not enough kids are learning phonics. She's a former principal and a literacy consultant. You can't have classrooms where students um, doing a lot of independent reading in time but haven't really learned how to read. In fact, 38% of Illinois students didn't have basic reading skills by the fourth grade in 2022, according to the National Assessment of Educational Progress. That's just above the national average. Black and Hispanic children are even less likely to be proficient than white children. And we have not been serving our Black children well. We need to interrogate why. And if they are not learning how to read, then we need to be looking at what structures we need to put in place. It's the reason York joined the Illinois Early Literacy Coalition. This group of parents and educators got a law passed last year. It required the State Board of Education to create a literacy plan, which was adopted on January 24th. Erica Tiemann helped write the plan. While phonics plays a key role, it isn't the only thing in it. It is a 
foundational skill. It's not the entire focus of the plan, but it's definitely an important piece of literacy, evidence-based literacy instruction. But the new plan is just a guide for school districts. They don't have to do anything different under the law, and that's a concern for York. It's like we're inviting people to try to do the right thing. (laughs) Like, that's kind of how it's written. That makes me say it may not have the impact that we would want it to really have. Tiemann says mandating changes would be difficult because so many administrators and teachers would have to learn so much in a short period of time. And she says mandates are not always effective. Generally, if you can get people to critically reflect on their practices and really identify, you know, we may need to consider changes to this and get them to arrive at those conclusions on their own, the adoption of that work that needs to be done and the ownership of that work is going to be on them. In between classes, Mead Park Principal Tanner DeLoyer says phonics has already been a focus in Danville Public Schools since the district adopted a new reading curriculum a few years ago. So very little will change. Um, And really just getting every staff member trained with that and being on the same page so we have a common language across the board. Um, And students, you know, even though mobility is high, um, across the district and in Mead Park, um, students will have the same instruction throughout. The state has to prepare training courses for teachers and administrators on the lessons in the literacy plan by January 2025. I'm Emily Hayes. That piece came to us from member station WILL in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Our theme music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur, but it's Valentine's Day, so how about some Beatles to take us out today? I'm Jonathan All, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.